Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What about when you get real fired up and you yell? I said when Off I scream that that when I talk about like that. You can definitely have a sip of whatever you're drinking. Hello, tiny little baby animals. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. Dop is not here again. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie. It's Jeremy in Dallas. And uh, I've got an issue I'm hoping you guys can help me out with. Uh, I'm adopting a dog in a couple of weeks, and I'm really excited to have another dog. But I'm not looking forward to giving her a name because I always have a terrible time naming my pet. So I was wondering if you guys could name her for me. Uh, I really don't care how you guys do it, uh, bracket, Twitter poll, executive order, whatever. Uh, I kind of just have two requests for it. Uh, number one, no human names. Uh, human names for pets are dumb. Don't at me. And uh, two, no punctuation in the name because titles with punctuation in the name are dumb. Uh, again, don't at me. Uh, I'm getting there in two weeks, so I could really use a quick decision here, guys. Uh, I'll probably send you some pics on the old Twitter sphere so you can get a better idea of her. Uh, but yeah, really hoping you guys can help me out. And, uh, hope you're looking forward to having the first official sports podcast pup. Uh, thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Jeremy, we are very excited about the first official sports podcast pup. I mean, that's not a horrible name. That's. I think there's punctuation in that. Oh, because the question, question mark. mark yeah. yeah. He said no. So here's my – I got a couple notes for you, Jeremy, if I may, because you had notes for us. <laughs> Maybe you're bad at naming dogs because you have so many rules. Yeah. No human names. I. What – here's the thing. Everything kind of is – we have humans named Apple now. So, like, what isn't a human name? Like, I, I assume – because that's all we can do. As we've said before, there's no way to ask follow-up questions of a voicemail. Yeah. Of a, vo- of a voicemail. But, like, <laughs> is is a, is a he saying, like, d- don't name it Sarah? Probably. Which I would have done. Cause Sarah, Sarah, Sarah on your list. <laughs> She's just always drunk. And looks like a drunk dog. Uh, yeah, he did follow up. He sent us a picture on Twitter. Independent from the voicemail, I, I can't figure out who did what, which came first, chicken or egg. But I saw the picture and was like, we're naming this dog. And then come to find out he left a voicemail. It's very thorough. I really Good liked job, it. Jeremy. Really well done, Jeremy, except for everything else about the voicemail. <laughs> no punctuation. <laughs> was I going to name it Panic at the Dogs Go? We can, we can move on. <laughs> we can move on. Um, what do you have, Ash? So we're looking at, it looks like a pit, a pit mix. I think he, didn't he say it's a Staffordshire, Staffordshire Terrier, Terrier mix. mix? That's it. It is right Who there. Is Just over a year old. Kind of. How would you describe that? Sandy? Yeah, like a sandy brown. Sand with a, yeah. a light brownish yellow eyes. Beautiful eyes. Very, very. She's a very good girl. You she's can tell. She's a good girl. You can tell. My favorite name that I have, because she is kind of that sandy color, yeah. she kind of reminds me sandy. of, well, that's a human name. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just letting everyone know. I'm igno- I've cho- chosen to ignore that rule. <laughs> because everything is a hu- Like trash can. I'm sure there's a kid somewhere named trash can. Oh. That's true. No. Great dog name, but I uh, can't use it because it's a human name. Uh, What's your, what was you, what were you going to say? She kind of looks like a lion, so I'm going Nala. with Nala. Mm-hmm. Nala's a great name. Thanks. I saw somebody say, and again, human name, but I, for the last time, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Someone in the comments said, that's a Lola if I've ever seen one. Lola. Lola, Lola, Lola. You don't have to. 
uh, but I wanted to. But you to. didn't have to. Well, what do we ever have to do, really? <laughs> or Hazel. Oh, I like that. I like name, that a lot. Hazel. See, I'm bad at naming dogs, too, which is why when I was going to get one so very long ago, I just named it before I got it and was like, this will eliminate the stress. I was just going to name my dog Bear. Aww. Um I've since seen a lot of people name their dog Bear. I think Peter Rosenberg has a dog named Bear even. So I'm like, really? well, now everyone's naming their dog Bear. I can't yeah. name it Bear. Uh, no matter what I name it, my, you know how you have, I think we've had this conversation before and you might not have them, but you know how you have terms of affection for people in your life? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have one go-to one that you call everything, your baby, your husband, your... Uh, No. See, I call your dogs, your baby, my friends' babies, like my loved one, like monkey. Yeah. It's like my go-to. Mm-hmm. So I think I would probably at this point just name my dog monkey because That's really cute. it's kind of funny because it's a dog. Because it's not a monkey. Not a monkey. You get it? <laughs> it's a different animal. Wow. Probably not a human name. So that's fine. Yeah. But so then, like, you... I wouldn't be able to call your baby that anymore because then it would be like, well, that's your dog. Yeah, that does you know, Like confusing. I wouldn't be able to use it as much. So I don't know. Uh, it's, naming dogs is tough. Mm-hmm. Just name it what you're going to always call it anyway. Can I have, make one other suggestion? Sure. Uh, you and just I you and both, me. You don't have to ask today. You can uh, go in and do <laughs> That's true. I get to talk. Plenty of time Extra. for you. Extra. Yep. Uh, you and I are both very into Greek mythology. Yes. Uh, and yes. If so, anyone was wondering. Demeter. No, I was going to go with Nike, who is the Greek uh, goddess of victory and also what anybody would cool think, sports though. tie. Yeah, though. People would think of it just as a sneaker company. Well, there's so much more than sneakers. You should name it Adidas or Adidas. Name her Adidas. And it'll stand for all day. I dream about something. Sausages. Because <laughs> she's a dog. <laughs> something, though, was a really good one. All day I dream about something. something. We don't know, though, because they're dogs and they can't talk to us. I just want to, like, I, the names that come running through my head are like Munchkin. That's a cute name. Puppy. Oh, well. Good girl. <laughs> Hello. I love you. This is what my brain just when I look at pictures of dogs, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. You're the best. Best friends forever. Cute. Adorable. Please love me back. Can I have mine? I would name her mine. Mine? Mine? What's a good non-name dog name? Like rascal or, you know, she's not a rascal. I've always wanted to name a dog or a pet. It could be a kitten. Oh yeah, we don't discriminate. Uh, Miko? Who is the raccoon from Pocahontas? Miko's cute, but it's a boy, right? I think so. Yeah. But it sounds like a girl name. You could do Mika. But that's a person's name. There's These, these rules are too restricting, This is Jeremy. a lot of pressure, I'm feeling Jeremy. really restricted, and I'm also feeling like, sure, I should have put more thought into this. I kind of thought they'd come to me as I started talking, <laughs> but then I realized we got these restrictions on human name, and I'm like, well, what's a name? What even? What, what, what is, is a name? I don't even know. Would a dog by any other name smell as sweet as a good girl? Yeah. I know. It's Shakespeare-ish. I know. Fine. Shakespeare. Maybe name the dog that. I am stressed out by this dog. <laughs> so we didn't pick one. Lola. Hazel. Nala. Nala. <laughs> Nike. No. I uh, like that one. I also wrote down henna. Like henna tattoo. Oh. Because I was looking at like the color and was trying to think of things that are that color. Mm. And Hen is a little darker, but you know she's yeah, gonna yeah. tattoo about your Amber. heart with love. That is a uh, stripper name. Yep. Yep. Okay. So Lola Hazel Nala Monkey. Mine. I mean, she's just like a monkey. <laughs> name her Sport. 
Sports? It violates all the rules. It's a person's name, clearly, and also has punctuation in it. I hope this was helpful, Jeremy. I'm going to do the thing I always do where I leave a podcast and I think about it. And then I'm like, well, I have the best answer now. And I should have probably done that beforehand. We've been really busy lately. (laughs) We're doing so much stuff that isn't any of the fun stuff. I feel burnt out. This is just a warning for today's pie. It's going to be fine. It's going to be so good. You just have weeks where you're like, man, if I have to interview one more person, I'm just tired. Yeah. Lean on Ashley today. Lean on me. I tried to lean on Dob, but I fell over. When you're not strong. Oh, he can't yell at us for singing. Well, I think he can still cut it out of the podcast. Bummer. Yeah. Also, we did plenty of that last night when you got super drunk on all the wine. Okay, so if you want to, Ashley. God. (laughs) God. (laughs) Yep. Off to a great start. Leave up a voicemail. It's so slow. Uh, you could call us and do that at 860-506-5571 if you'd like to leave up a voicemail. It's, it's like, the, it's in the quickness. The value is in the quickness. You're such a professional. I know, I'd really try. Uh, 860-506-5571. We'll try to name your dog and probably not do it. Uh, today on the podcast, no dop. Uh, and beer was unavailable. And so it's just Ashley. Don't say beer. It's just Ashley and I. Ashley's very hungover. <sighs> You're not wrong. I don't know that I've ever seen her as drunk as I saw her last night. We don't night. need to get into the details. What crazy thing were we doing, you ask? I'm so happy that you did ask, listener. We were just sitting at her house playing video games. <laughs> uh, Ashley was just moving at an alarming pace. Like I just said, we've had, a, we've had a couple long weeks of like nothing cool or fun to show you guys. It will be eventually. But mm-hmm. right now we're like working on making this show eventually. Yeah. We're like right now assembling the dream team for the show. Just a lot of like... It's man time, like yeah. man hours, is that what it's? Manpower. It's a lot of time mm-hmm. of talking to people a lot yeah. about stuff. And I'm one of those people that if I got to do the same thing over and over, I try to mix it up every time. But in terms of interviews, that's bad. That's stupid. That's not a good way to <laughs> compare people. So every conversation I'm going into being like, how can I make this fun for me? And then I leave and Ashley's like, what did you think of that person? I'm like, oh, I, I don't know, but I remember three funny jokes I told. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, man, we're just tired. You need to really, like, de-stress, unwind. Yeah. And so we're going to do that with the podcast. Yes, we are. Which probably not a great idea because we're supposed to make content people want to listen to. But people often say we sound like they're, you know, they're just listening to their friends talk. And that will be truer today than any other day. Because we're just going to talk about the stuff that happened in the news. So we're going to start with this LaShawn McCoy stuff, at least what we know of it here on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got a few other legal issues in the NFL. Jay Cutler made his debut on reality TV. Yes. Got lots of thoughts on that. Um, you know, random, a random sampling of news because we still don't have a format for this podcast. So it's kind of what we do here. It's on the list. Once we hire the people, <laughs> we'll figure out the podcast that we still have to make every week. So before we dive into all that, this week's show, of course, is brought to you by our favorites, SeatGeek, which means it's time for me to pretend to be whoever Ashley tells me to be while I tell you about SeatGeek. And so, Ashley, what you got? I, I fear this right now because normally, DOP. I don't know if the listeners know. Reels you back in with these. <laughs> and so with him not being here and me having no, no one else has approved of the things you've come up no. with today. Mm-mm. So uh, I apologize in advance. Go ahead. I would like you to do this ad read as if you were breaking up with someone. Mm. Okay. Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, you know, but it's not you. It's the the tickets, right? But there's a, a better way to buy with, you know, with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets 
to every type of live event. You're you're just not you're not. <laughs> and you know, whether I'm looking for a last minute deal or planning a night out with my friends or I need to find the perfect gift, like SeatGeek helps me find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. I know like you you've shown that you want to do that. It's just I don't know if you can. And that's fine. Somebody will love you. Um, but it's just not me. There's just, there's nothing quite like being there in person. And SeatGeek just gets me closer to the action for a great value, you know? And, and look again, like it's been fun, but SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Um, it saves you time and money, searches multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. Please don't cry. I, just <laughs> let me get through this. And just, I can't. Please. Thank you. Um, to get you the most bang for your buck, Seeky grades every ticket based on value. To help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. You know, a small budget. <clears throat> been asking you when you're going to get a job. And you can be like, soon. And it's like, okay, but it's been a really long time. It's just, I'm sorry. I know. I, it's, I thought about this for a long time. It's not something I want to do. But you've gotten me to this point. You know, like every purchase is fully guaranteed. So you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make them your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Just all the things I want to do. I, I don't want to do any of them with you. But if it's any consolation, um, you get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Um, you know, you just. You just have to. Is it weird if I say you should just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code Nolan? That's. You know, the last name of mine that's not changing anytime soon. Promo code N-O-L-A-N, in case you forgot, uh, for $20 off your, your first SeatGeek purchase. Okay, so um, should I come get my stuff from your place, or are you going to just drop it off when you come get your stuff from... Hello? Was that, was that over the phone? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I was supposed to be doing it in person. No, but... <laughs> yeah, it's 2018. I can't remember the last time I broke up with somebody in person. Uh, you had me fooled. That was really good. Thank you. Uh, I went back and forth on pretending SeatGeek was like the other man, and then it... But it's... Uh, you know what? I'm tired. I think it was fine. I think you did great. I feel fine about it. <laughs> uh, while we're at the peak of our energy, we might as well dive in on this LaShawn McCoy story. Yeah. Uh, so, Tuesday. News breaks. Uh, Bill's running back LaShawn McCoy, an unidentified woman. I'm trying to make sure we get all the legalese of this right, but an, an unidentified woman posted on Instagram a graphic photo of uh, LaShawn McCoy's ex-girlfriend, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, has a, a graphic photo. Did I already say the word graphic? You it's, did. I don't. I'm, we'll get into that photo in a second. Um, but it was, you know, her injuries to her face. Clearly, she had been beaten up. Uh, Delisha Corden is her name. Um. So somebody posted a, a picture saying that essentially uh, McCoy was responsible for that woman's injuries. Also saying that McCoy beat his son, beat his dog, and used "quote unquote" illegal steroids. Um, so people were talking about that. Uh, then follow up reporting was done. People reached out to the cops that would have been investigating this incident. And we found out that on the morning of July 10th, so that's Tuesday morning, but it was at 3.18 a.m., so think of it as like Monday night, late, late, late Monday night, uh, the police responded to a home invasion at a residence in uh, on Hickory Pass near Cherokee County Line. 
Uh, the prelim- preliminary investigation indicates the residence was specifically targeted by the suspect or suspects and not a random incident, which means they were looking for this woman. What it appears to be right now in this moment, and as always, this may change between now and when you listen to it, but where we're at right now is it seems like somebody broke into the house where this woman lives that was owned or is owned by LaShawn McCoy uh, and tried to get things, demanded specific things from her and then beat her up. Uh, and left. And we know that LaShawn McCoy has tried to evict this woman from the home in the month of June. Uh, they, he filed an eviction, uh, like court documents. TMZ found court documents. He's trying to have her remo- removed from the home. He's asked her to return various items that were in her possession. So y- your brain goes, you can't be that stupid that if you sent somebody in there to beat her up and take the thing, it cannot be the same things you're asking for in an actual legal document. Could it be? You couldn't be that dumb, right? To ask for something in an official court document and then be like, she's not giving it to me, so I'm going to send in some dudes to beat her up and take those things. Because that would be really bad, LaShawn McCoy. That'd be really bad and pretty obvious if that were the case. Uh, we cannot say at this time what the case is. All we can go uh, off of is the information that we have. So I want to talk about this in more of a uh, vague way to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. Here are my issues. Number one, all of it. <laughs> but yeah. number two, that photo, that is how we all first found out. I got, I, I really hate when we share photos of domestic violence or any sort of abuse victims because not to be the snowflake, but for people that suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a very real thing when you're through, when you go through something traumatic. Seeing a picture like that is very triggering. Mm-hmm. That is, is it can do Real damage to people who have already been victimized, namely the victim herself. There's now a photo of her while she's, it appears, still in the hospital. It's being circulated and talked about by a bunch of strangers who are not legally capable of having this discussion on sports television and sports radio and in in houses across the country are talking about this image of this woman like she's still in the hospital. Like, let's. Keep her in our thoughts, just no matter what happened or whose fault it is. Let's hope this woman is healing, gets better, and, and you know, is afforded the due process she deserves for what happened to her. Right. Careful when you're sharing that stuff, guys. And the other thing that bugs me is it seems to take an image like that to get the response that I wish we would always have when a story like this comes out. Like, I saw most of the reaction today when LaShawn McCoy was the number one trending topic on Twitter. You click on it, most of the reaction was, if what is alleged about LaShawn McCoy is true, he needs to be out of the league, he needs to be in jail, he needs to be this, he needs to be that. But you don't see those posts as often when there isn't a photo. And I just feel like we've reached this point in the world of, like, Pixar didn't happen, where we're kind of losing our empathy. When someone tells you a story of what someone did to them, and you're like, is there a pick? And you're like, well, no. I was mm. beaten horribly and bleeding and had to pay my hospital bills and had to figure out what was going on. I was worried about my safety. I didn't snap a selfie. And then the world's like, lying, bitch. You're like, no, no. Like, let's let's try to just collectively remember to have empathy even when there aren't photos or videos. Watching these Things happen in the league over the last few years, ever since the Ray Rice situation. It's like you notice the reaction is different when there was a video. 
Like with Ray Rice, there was a video. There was something we could look at to be like, see it happened, fix it. And they still, NFL still fucked that up. Yeah. But like, just be be careful with this evidence stuff. It's it's tricky. The other thing that's tricky about this is that the first thing that people started saying was before we found out about the home invasion, the eviction, and all that, we just had this one post alleging that this is what happened with LaShawn McCoy. Um as is our job, you know, sports journalist people went out and asked the Bills for a statement. And I I know it, a bunch of people did this, but I saw Diana Rossini's tweet, who works here, who I love. Um, But it was like, you know, the Bills say that they are aware of the incident and they're talking to, they're like, invest, they've started to investigate or something. And people saw that as like, good. I saw that and it was like, huh? The Bills, a football team who employ LaShawn McCoy and would very much benefit from him being on the field, very much benefit from this being not his fault and having nothing to do with him, are investigating? They're not cops. <laughs> like, we talk about this a lot with the league and how the league is not qualified to be litigating these matters and, like, why are they in this position where we hold them responsible for things we should be holding the courts responsible for? Sure, sure. But the NFL has put itself in this position. Roger Goodell created the personal conduct policy and all these uh, detrimental, conduct detrimental, and all this. He's put himself in charge. He said he's going to clean up the image of the league, so we hold him responsible for doing that. But this is something that happened this morning. The cops are investigating it, and we hear that the Bills have reached out and are investigating, and we feel reassured? Like, what? That sounds to me, you're not investigating. You're borderline obstructing. You're mm-hmm. reaching out to LaShawn and saying what? Because you know they're not calling the victim which would be how you'd really investigate. You don't investigate by calling the the suspect and being like, did you do it? And when he's like, no, you're like, didn't think so. Let me call that lying bitch. Like, you you, you investigate by talking to the victim. If I'm the victim and the bills call me right now, today, like, off. It's not about your football team. Yeah. There's a victim here. We do this so much. And I know it's from well-meaning people. That's why this all gets really frustrating and I'm getting really worked up just thinking about it. But we all want good. We all want there to not be domestic violence from the people that play in these leagues that we worship, that we watch, right? We, I think we all want that. But everybody, we're not really thinking about the actual thing, man. Like, there's a victim of this crime. Whoever did it, like... If LaShawn didn't do it, she's still a victim and is still a victim of a crime. And we all shared her photo and talked about her for a couple days. We just forget about the victim when it's not the person we thought it was or when we're talking about like, well, it would make me uncomfortable to watch LaShawn McCoy play football. So I need him out of the league. Mm. Well, who's that helping? Is that really going to help the victim? Probably not. Makes you feel better and helps you sleep at night. But you're not helping and fixing the problem. We're not holding the NFL accountable for like, cool, this keeps happening in your league. Clearly, reaction is not helpful. You're dropping the ball on reacting to this news all the time. So we need to be more proactive about this situation. What are you doing, NFL, to keep these situations from continuing to become a problem? What is it about football players or athletes that they're taught this becomes a recurring problem. And it isn't a huge percentage of players in the league. It's because we're looking at a group of men and raising them to a pedestal and a certain percentage of them are acting in a way that a percentage of men in the population act. But this is a good way to have these conversations about like, what's getting us to this point and how do we stop it? 
the only practical, logical conversation to have, and we never have it in these situations because everyone gets reactive, reactionary. Like, LaShawn, out of the league. Like, okay, but what else? How do we keep there from being another LaShawn? Like, two days ago, before this came out, how do we keep LaShawn McCoy from being the next person we talk about mm. in this situation? Like, what? what's the fix? Right. And it just feels like we get... So, like, I'm going to send my tweet about how I'm against LaShawn McCoy. And now I've staked my claim and I'm on the right side of the issue. What else are we talking about today? You know, it doesn't ever really feel. There's just, like, I get really, there's just a lack of compassion, it feels like. There's a lack of, everyone cares so much, but nobody cares. I think people care so much. And then if and when he were to be removed from the NFL, then it's, Done. Out of sight, out of mind. They're like, he's punished. Doesn't matter anymore. And then it's over. And you're right. There's n- there's no proactivity in preventing it from happening again. Like, they say things like, oh, we're going to instill this new domestic violence program. And we all go, we. And then we never follow up on it. Like, what? Are you making them go to take classes? Are you are you employing people? Teams have tons of money. They can get sleep scientists that they employ full time. How about you get somebody who's there to be a therapist for the team that you're required to talk to them? Like, I know these things sound stupid, but sports have always told us the game is 90 percent mental. Okay, if we acknowledge that a lot of it is based in your brain, where are the where are the resources being devoted specifically to behavioral, psychological, potential issues, red flags, treatment for people. Like, I always think about Brandon Marshall and how he was seen as this terrible guy. He was arrested for things like this. He had some domestic violence issues in his past. And he was seen, he was written off as this garbage person. And then he found out, oh, I've been undiagnosed borderline personality disorder. Had somebody noticed that sooner, you can't say like would have been prevented, but right. like he would have known and understood himself better. And like it, it's we're not devoting enough resources. No one's taking that seriously enough. But we all still just love to be like mm, bad guy. Get him out. Like, yes. Congratulations. You think somebody who beats their girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, wife, anybody is a bad person. You're not alone in that feeling. What are we actually doing to fix it? I Just as a reminder this is not the first time LaShawn McCoy right. has been in headlines warning for, signs yeah mm. red flags if you will yeah like if you, you said. will mm. um it, it was in 2013 when he allegedly abandoned a woman along the New Jersey turnpike he was in a party bus going for New York and the story is that either him or or his security guard hit her in the face after she resisted having water sprayed on her and some of the other women on the trip. Yeah. She then said she was restrained, had a beverage poured onto her hair, and was forcibly ejected from the bus. He wasn't criminally charged in that. Was that the same as the females only party? That was different. Different. Yeah. That, what year was that? That was 2015. Okay. He put a picture up on Instagram advertising a private event for females only. Right. To get in, you needed to be over 21. You had to submit a picture and provide social media information, sign a confidentiality agreement. Oh. Then they would provide a tire for you as well. Oh. As a bonus. What? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Provide a tire. Mm -hmm. Or maybe not. But either way, show up naked and maybe we'll clothe you. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, he, and then there was the tip. I mean, I know these things are not related and we're not saying these are things that could, like, you could see them and know that this was going to happen. It's just mm-hmm. these little things of like, mm, but not great. Even that that bar fight, there was video of that on TMZ, and you clearly see his face. He got in a bar fight in an after hours club in Philly, and uh, two of the people there ended up suing him. But he wasn't criminally charged in that as well. But it's like these things pile up. And again, if you had a therapist or someone who was speaking to them, like it shouldn't need criminal charges. Every time to force action. Look, I see a lot of people, too, say things about, like, I kind of said this before, but why are we talking about what the league should be doing? The the We should be talking about the criminal justice system. And, yeah, we should be talking about our legal system. Uh, this is not a legal system podcast. It's not called legal system. It's called sports. And so we're talking about the sports aspect of it because I'm not as – I've become a lot more uh, informed on the legal system in the criminal justice system, just over the past few years of talking about football players mm-hmm. in these situations, like appellate courts and all that bullshit. But we're not, I don't know enough about that. I know that system's broken. I know that it, there are a lot of incidences, like with the Greg Hardy case, like we learned there was a loophole in Carolina that you can, uh, if even if you're found guilty by a judge, you can appeal to a court of your peers and have another trial. And then in between those two trials, the woman who was accusing him, disappeared and was no longer cooperating. So there's like all these little loopholes, right, that stack the deck against victims of domestic violence. Um, It's just it's bad. I don't know the answer. It'd be weird if I did. I wouldn't be doing this for a living. But I don't. People like to bring that up when you talk, when you criticize the league and how they handle it or when these things happen. Um, as if that disproves that we should be holding the league accountable for any way that it can help. And it doesn't. Like, that is a separate issue. It's a bad thing, but it, this is separate from that. Like, mm-hmm. there are things the league could be doing with the money and the resources that they have and the access to these players to help change this nature. You know what I mean? It's like to help keep it from happening. Right. But instead, we're... Uh, I don't know. Did any of the things say that he touched weed? Because then he's going to be suspended for a year. And otherwise, <laughs> who knows? Maybe steroids. Maybe. St- oh, yeah. So they're probably when they're like, we are aware of it and we're investigating. They probably called and were like, you did steroids. <laughs> and when he was like, no, all the other stuff. Yeah, but no. He's like, oh, OK, OK, OK. We can fix this. It's not great. It's not great, and I'm also not looking forward to tomorrow when new news comes out, and we got to delete this whole part of the podcast. But hey, here we are. It's Tuesday, and that's the conversation that we're having. And you probably all skipped ahead anyway, because this isn't a fun way to start a podcast. <laughs> While we're talking about legal issues and the NFL, let's just keep the ball rolling. We got two other stories that broke today uh, in regards to the NFL and some legal trouble that they're in. Number one being that the NFLPA has filed a grievance against the league over their anthem policy. Um, challenging the legitimacy of the policy on several grounds. So basically, the NFL came out and said, what was it? Their new rule is you've got to stand for the anthem. If you want, you can stay in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Right. Um, but we're going to play the anthem at games, and you have to stand if you're out there. Yes. Which, of course, is the logical conclusion they reached after the uh, year of debates we've year plus of debates we've had over this issue. Somehow, the goalposts have been moved so much that we've gotten to the point where the league thinks the cure all that would please both sides is you're forced 
to stand for the anthem before a sporting event, or you can wait in the locker room. Brilliance. Just pure brilliance. What was the what was the consequence if they didn't? I think it's like you could the the teams could fine you. The team would get fined if they don't stand. And then the team could choose on its own if, if it wants play, to find the it. players. Got it. Okay. So the NFLPA is basically saying they didn't ask us about this before they made that policy change. And so you you cannot just say that peaceful demonstration is conduct detrimental. And here we are with that damn phrase again that is the at the heart of all the issues we have with the NFL in these manners. Like, it's a phrase that means nothing. So the league can make it mean whatever they want it to mean. Mm-hmm. It meant taking air out of the balls. It means beating your wife, allegedly. It means 8 billion different things. And when the NFL wants to, they can argue that it doesn't mean. It's like the catch rule. <laughs> like, it's so many words. It's so vaguely worded that it's so that a ref can argue either way. Mm-hmm. They can just back end make it fit with what the ref called. So they never have to say the ref made the wrong call. They can just be like, oh, yeah, well, the three, he didn't establish himself as a runner. What does that mean? It's like conduct detrimental can mean anything. And so now this is where we get into the weird, murky, legal, not fun where the NFLPA can be like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And they're right. But then you got to go to the CBA and look at like, well, what kind of power does Roger get? It's not fun. But I think we can all agree it's really, really weird to force people to stand for an anthem before something that's not a national pride of any sort of. It's a sporting event. Mm hmm. Like, I don't get, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't understand. I get that people have turned this into an issue about the troops, which I, I cannot tell you enough. It's not that people who want you to listen to them, who are protesting as in the hopes that you'll listen to them, uh, are saying that it has nothing to do with the troops. And we're just kind of shouting them down to be like, but troops though. Um, it's an, it's an issue about like feeling like that flag represents you. And that's not a great look to force somebody to it's it's so fixing the again, it's fixing the symptom. It's not fixing mm. the cause. Yep. It's the same thing with domestic violence where we keep fi- the league scrambles to figure out how to f- patch the wound. But no one's working on like diagnosing why we keep breaking out in these wounds, like why we keep just bleeding from random. It's like, oh, got another bandaid. Up, oh, got a Band-Aid, but no one's like, hey, a lot of wounds happening here. What can we do to stop the wounds? And Roger Goodell's like, not now. I just bought a whole bunch of Band-Aids. <laughs> like, it's it, it's bad. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, another another one. And this one, we're kind of out of the serious waters. And this is still a little bit serious, but I, God forbid, I'm going to have a little bit of a laugh on this story because a lot of heavy we news need today. To. We need it. So uh, the Panthers. Carolina Panthers have been sold officially. Sale closed today. David Tepper is the new owner of the Panthers. You'll remember Jerry Richardson used to own them um, and was forced to sell them. Was he forced? I know he got fined for all this, but he he sold. He decided to sell them, I guess, after being. Can you say some of the negative stuff for a second? I just don't feel like reading another <laughs> thing about. He got in trouble for okay. sexism, racism, sexual racial rib. misconduct. He tried in the to didn't he try to shave a woman's legs at work? Oh God, really? I, I think didn't he hear offered that. to shave a woman's legs. They all blur together these stories, but 
It wasn't good. He sold the team and he got fined two point what now? Seven five. Yeah, lots of money. $2.75 million. Uh, the NFL substantiated the claims made against him, which means they investigated and found that it was substantial, kind of like what just happened with Jameis Winston. Not that it matters. Dot, because dot, dot. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry and I won't appeal. And they were like, okay, cool. We'll give you less games. That's not how that works, but I guess it is how it works. <laughs> I guess I'll just go fuck myself. So anyway, team is sold, right? Then we find out today that this David Tepper guy says that they're going to keep this statue. There's a statue they built in 2016 of uh, Richardson holding a football next to two growling Panthers because... Of course. It's like, uh, I was going to say, it's like those ma- magicians that had tigers, but then didn't one of them get eaten by a tiger? Yeah. Maybe we don't reference that. <laughs> it's a weird statue. It's It screams, I swear I have a huge dick. Like, it's <laughs> like, check out my Panthers and this football. Like, it's weird on its own. And it's new. They made it in 2016. So you'd think, here we are in 2018. It's not his team anymore. Substantiated claims of bad stuff. Maybe we just take down the statue. Yeah. Probably because a bunch of people probably didn't like it anyway. Of like, that's an ugly statue. Like, lots of excuses here for like, you know what? Everyone would be better served if we just lose the statue. Mm-hmm. But no, we find out today that there is a, uh, he is contractually obligated, the new owner of the Panthers, to keep the statue outside of the team stadium. It's it written into the contract when he bought the football team, a football team which we're often told, like, look, you guys all think that owners and manage, management and uh, and front offices think of all these things, and they don't have time. They have a lot of football stuff and money stuff to worry about. They can't be thinking about, you know, mental health. A statue built two years ago was written into the contract. Like, I'm only going to sell you my team if you promise to leave that dope-ass statue of me with my Panthers <laughs> in front of the team, in front of the stadium. So the new owner says, uh, you know, listen. Always a good way to start a statement. Listen. Listen. Whatever was, was. This is now. Okay. This is going to be an open place. So they're not going to be non-disclosure agreements no matter what in this new place. Very specific. Look, we've got a brand new culture where we are not allowed to have non-disclosure agreements. (laughs) Not like where we treat each other with respect, where uh, we make sure we're keeping our eyes out for sexual harassment or racism in the workplace, where we protect the rights of everyone who works here, no matter their age, race, creed, religion. No, it's we're not going to do those those NDAs. okay? we're not going to sign things that says we're not going to say things. It's a new we got a new culture here. Maybe not what I would have led with. In response to saying that they're going to leave up the thing, he says, like, we're a different place now. He says that there's going to be no impediment and employees feeling comfortable uh, and that he wants to create an environment where everybody feels safe like a family, which I feel might be difficult when you have to walk past a statue of the <laughs> man who treated you in uh, insensitive, at best, ways, uh, who was racially insensitive and sexually weird. Uh, to you, you have to walk past the statue of him with his f***ing Panthers every time you want to go to work. I don't know. Crazy, right? A little 13-foot high reminder. Things are super <laughs> different here, except this statue has to stay. 
So statues, this is the thing with, like, we've had this debate in another forum, and I know you'll tell me, like, yeah, stick to sports, so I'm not even going to say specifically where. But a thing I think people forget about statues is that they're meant to remind you and commemorate things that are important to remember and to, like, oh, I'm looking at this, and that makes me think of fighting another day. This, what are you being reminded of with this statue? What, somebody make a good argument for keeping it. I can't mm. think if you got to hear both sides to me on this. <laughs> I don't know what the side of like, well, it costs a lot of in in resources. You can't get our money back on the copper. So we got to or bronze, whatever. We got to leave it because I, I just give it a couple more years. Like, what's the value? You know, he did. He did own the team for a few years. And if we were to get rid of the statue, people might forget. Good. <laughs> ah! He asked a woman if he could shave her legs. Oh, I have a I have a follow up question. If he like say six months from now, he decides to break that contract and takes the he statue being down, the new owner, the new owner. Okay. Temper. If he if he's like, cool, yep, this is my team now and like moves in and then takes a statue down. What happens? Does he forfeit the team? Does he have to pay a fine? A is it question. worth it? I feel like what would happen is it would invalidate if it says it's a if it says that it's he's contractually obligated, which means it's like a condition of his purchase. If he violates it, I don't know. It wouldn't go back to it couldn't go back to Jerry. Right. That's follow his, up to the follow up. I see. I'm because I answered the follow up so well. But go ahead. <laughs> Do you I wish think- Dop was here to provide the facts. If wow, he'd been wow. here, he'd be at least Googling it. Do you think they had any specific wording about like making adjustments to the statue? Could they like build I will tell you this, if I were a fan of the Panthers, I'd be making a lot of adjustments exactly. every time I went to the I'd be adjusting all over that thing. Oh boy. Yeah. I'd be adjusting I'd poop on it. Okay? Just trying to find a fun way to I'd be adjust I'd be relieving myself. Of my duties. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, man, we got it. We bought a bench for Big Poppy in Central Park, and people were like really mad about it. How dare you? I'm gonna make my dog piss on that thing. I'm gonna. Homeboy made a statue of himself with two panthers, mm-hmm. two panthers, in front of a stadium, and then wrote it into the contract that it has to stay. Can you imagine like selling your apartment? And being like, but that gigantic wall mural of me <laughs> saving a baby from a burning building while also having uh, the nicest hair and looking like a model, that has to stay. What if it was a wall mural of you just being a complete trash human instead? And you were like, that has that to That one stay. has to stay. That has to stay. That me sitting in a pool of my own filth playing video games and picking my nose <laughs> with soiled pants that has to stay give you a nice discount on the house but you can never change that and i will be checking that's the other thing who's checking how small of you to in- require this awful statue stay i'd like to know if you wrote anything else into that condition of sale like I don't know. I don't know. You could do that. Yeah. You got it. You can buy this team, but you can't, you know, get rid of Cam Newton. Like, I, how do you know what they would? I didn't. 
And how long does that last? I don't know. There's, I have so many questions. So there's a lot. There's a lot of questions on this one. What will we do without this? Like, this is why we need Dop. Yeah. We miss we're you, like, Dop. Dop. We have so much information we need. And he's like, I'm on it. Is it right? Not. Probably not. But he says words. Mm-hmm. And then we can use him as the scapegoat when they're wrong. Now it's coming all back <gasps> on me. We could have a statue of Dop with two scapegoats. Oh, <laughs> I'm on it. Put it on the list of things we're going to make right behind wheel. Wheel of impressions. Oh. So maybe it'll get I thought made. you were going to say podcast format. Eventually. Well, that's at the top of the list. But first, we just got to hire some people. Hey, thanks to our listeners for sticking it out on a podcast that really uh, sucks but will be good. You know, there's like you see the potential in it. Mm-hmm. It's like that kid in class didn't do his homework or her homework. Uh, and uh, And you're just like, man, the teacher's like, you're so smart. But you've got potential, but you just don't try. Um, what's going on there? Give us a little bit more. That's what people are seeing in our podcast right now. And they're sticking with it. We'll get there. We'll thank you from this. This is a long metaphor. Mm-hmm. We'll thank that teacher someday. We're going to get there. Please just don't think we're not doing anything. Seems to be a common theme in my mentions. Like oh. That I'm not doing anything. I'm so tired. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Do we get all the bad news out of the way? I think so. I think we got all of it. it they, you know what they say? Front load the heavy sh- <laughs> so that everyone leaves. Yep. Then you can f- off and talk about Jay Cutler. Yes. Which we're going to do. Reward the people who stayed. Exactly. Or who just pushed 15 seconds ahead. I feel A like thousand this those, times. This is one of those podcasts where people are going to skip to the ad reads instead of skipping <laughs> through them because they're like, man, at least those won't be creepy. Uh, we've arrived at one of those. Uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by Miller Lite. But it's a quick ad read, so I'm going to just go ahead and make the executive decision to do this one as if there is a gigantic spider on the ceiling of the room that I'm in, and it's not moving, but it's huge, and like it could move at any minute, and I'm just staring at it. Holy sh! This episode uh, is brought to you by Miller Lite. Whether you're what. Whether you're watching your team uh, take down your rival or that big upset Miller Lite is there for all the action. It has more taste and only 96 calories <laughs> and 32, 3.2 grams of carbs. Uh, so you never have to compromise on game day. And better yet, there's fewer cal- calories and half the carbs of Bud Light. The competition doesn't stand a chance. Miller Lite, hold true. It's moving. It's moving. It's moving. Have you ever uh, been afraid of a spider before? Yeah. The- you strike me as a person who's never afraid. I'm not. I am. Well, I'm not really afraid of bugs. Like, I don't mind Killing them when I have to. So I save them when I can. But oh. hairy spiders freak me out. They're not of this. They don't. I don't need them. Well, we don't need I, them. I don't need them. Why are they here? I'm just saying like what. Oh, what purpose do you serve? Uh, They kill other bugs. Sometimes. I hear that a lot. I used to have when I lived in a basement in Alston, Massachusetts. Uh, I used to have what's called a house centipede. I believe they're called. So I had these house centipedes. You can Google it if you feel like. Do I want to? Feeling you need to wash your laptop today. <laughs> but people were I like, just washed it yesterday. Oh, so those I'm are okay. good to have because they eat all the other bugs. And I'm like, sure. But I still have <laughs> Oh, bugs. I hate those things. Gross. You know what the worst part was, was when you find it on your comforter. And you're like, well, now everything's compromised. It could be in my sheets. Normally, you only see them on the wall or on the ceiling. And you're like, I can at least pretend in my head they haven't touched all my things. That I... Didn't sleep at home again. I moved out of that apartment. It, I was not dealing with that. Yeah. Did you keep the comforter or? Oh, yeah. No, of course not. I lit it on fire. I lit that entire place on fire. Disgusting. Okay, World Cup. 
Mm, let's pass. No, we got to talk about the World Cup. Ashley's very sad because pass. today is Tuesday and France just beat Belgium. I know. It's really sad. It was sad. It wasn't also a very great game. No, it was pretty boring. But again, didn't get to watch that much of it. Because we were working. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is what I will say. I'm bu- I'm really bummed for Belgium. I had an irrational... Uh, investment in their team. Ashley was always talking about Belgium. I'm like, oh, I thought this was a bit. No, I I would like get nervous the night before. I woke up this morning, was like, oh, I'm really hungover, but Belgium plays today. So that's something to live for. Wow. (laughs) Not we're going to record a podcast. (laughs) I get to be around Katie in Bristol. Uh, Sunshiny energy. mm -hmm. Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. So it's a bummer. They're out. France moves on. Tomorrow, England plays Croatia. Which means today, for podcast listeners, England has either played or is playing currently Croatia. So we're not going to waste any time talking about who might win that game because it's going to be useless by the time this podcast comes out, which is a feeling we're very used to. So uh, (laughs) it's either going to be France-England, which I'm hoping for. I think most people are. Yeah. Or France-Croatia, which also would be interesting. Croatia's been fun to watch. It's always... The Cinderella underdog story is always interesting, but at the same time, it's like, but you want to see the rivals play. Because I think with international soccer, as an American, the American audience isn't familiar enough with the ins and outs and storylines of international soccer. So Mm -hmm. they just want to see two countries that they're like, "Hmm, I know these two countries. I know a couple people on the teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like underdogs are easier to root for in a sport where you're like. Has the finals been the same two teams the last three years? Like, right, yeah. you can root for a team you haven't heard of in a while just to shake things up. Mm-hmm. International soccer, we pay attention to so rarely that if you shake things up too much, it's like, well, then why watch? They What <laughs> people want to watch, France play England. Yeah. I think I just want to watch anything. You know, it's really nice in the daytime to be able to put my TV on. So this on. is what I wanted to ask you. Oh. Are you going to miss soccer when yeah. it's gone i i've already missed on the days we I don't know. have games Me too. i'm like oh i can't put on the world here's Cup. another question what did we used to do work why i guess we have to like make money and stuff but even like when we were work, it just is cool to have in the background yeah. of things something just check on throughout the day yeah and it really got me thinking i've had this theory for a long time people kind of give me shit for it working in sports one of the frustrating or confusing or weird mind fucky things about it is you work all day on sports, then you go home at night and you watch games. You wake up and work, and then you go home and you watch games. So it comes to a point where you can feel like you're always working. Obviously, watching sports as your job isn't the worst possible job you could have. Mm-hmm. But you do reach a point where you're like, I need a break to do me stuff that isn't sports-related. Right. So I've always said that if you work in sports, other aside from being like a, a daytime show or a morning show, the work day should start at like 3 and end when the games are over. And then, oh, that's interesting. And then the people who work in the morning are the anomalies that have to come in early, as opposed to we still adhere to this like nine to five. Mm-hmm. And then if you have to stay late, you have to stay late for your show. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. We should work when the games are on and we should be off and have like personal time when it's when there aren't games. Personal time seems cool. I'm just saying that, that <laughs> when you say it out loud, I don't know. To me, the first time I realized that, I'm like, that makes so much sense. There are there are like PAs and stuff who cut highlights that work the overnight shift. They work like five to but two. But isn't it weird that anybody that works here, 
that isn't in like the department. There aren't, they're not either specifically on a show or they're not in a department that doesn't deal with the sports part, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, like accounting or whatever that has to follow the markets and those ty- like, it doesn't really make sense for the basic schedule of everyone at a company that's sports television or sports content. Doesn't make sense for it to be nine to five. And yet, and yet the, the childcare they provide, those are the hours, like the, mm. that kind of stuff. It doesn't make any sense to me. It can get you in a feeling of like, I don't know, then you're going to sacrifice watching the games. And that's not how you create good sports content. Like, I, I think we should all be showing up to work. And it's not just because I like to sleep in. No, I'm sure. No, it has, this has nothing, nothing to do It's a this. nice side effect. It would be <laughs> nice for me. But it just, it makes logical sense on its own. I liked having games on during the day. Yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. And I bet, I mean, you couldn't do this with all games, but I bet it's been nice for people who work in other jobs as well to be able to, it's kind of understood. Like, you're going to do your job, but you can have your laptop open to the Belgium game while you're doing Like, yeah, it's like little things you're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. During the season, Champions League games are on at like two, I think, during the week on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or something. So that's, I used to watch those. It's nice to have like a middle of the day sport. Uh, speaking of what actual soccer news broke in Today, time for us to talk about really huge. Yeah, really huge. I woke up and was like, what is this? A big news story <laughs> that broke today and we can talk about it. And then I realized, obviously, we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo is leaving Real Madrid. He's going to Juventus. Uh, then I realized that as I love soccer, I don't. Fully, there's a lot of complicated processes to transfer fees and selling somebody to another team and getting the and paying them. Can you give me the bacon? The bacon, the bacon in general. I can. It's in my I want purse. All of it. <laughs> uh, can you give me the basics? Because I am not a big international soccer person, and so I think you know I get it either. But I probably don't. But I'm gonna. Um, cool. You just will just open me up to the internet's ridicule. Here's <laughs> what we know. So he is. He asked to be transferred to Juventus, who is in Serie A, which is the Italian league. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's seen as a step down from La Liga. It's not as competitive or it's a little bit less. But Juventus is a great team within. Great. (laughs) They're the Italian champs. I think I read somewhere. They also were in the Champions League final two years ago. Okay. And then this year left and they can... Go look it up. <laughs> um, so they're a good team. It's a good. I get what. It, it, okay. So anyway, it's a four-year contract. The transfer fee is a hundred million dollars. No, sorry, a hundred million euro, which is one hundred seventeen million dollars. That seems high. And that does not. That's not. In our sports, we talk about what you're going to pay the athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, his contract is for this long, and he's getting paid blank per year. That's not what this headline is. That's the fee that's being paid by uh, Juventus to Real Madrid. So they get the $100 million, and they get to cut, I think, like $55 million uh, from their fees. See, you told me to wade into this water, and here I am, and now I'm drowning, and you're just looking at me. It's the second biggest transfer fee, second only to Neymar. Okay. Like, that was the biggest one. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. He left. He's also, I read somewhere, like, could lose money. From when all the math has worked out, but also just from like, you know, Juventus isn't as on, on as big of a stage as Real Madrid is, so he might lose like sponsorship money. I feel like he's, Ronaldo's always going to be Ronaldo. Yeah. It's not like he's leaving his face in Spain. <laughs> Imagine. What a headline. 
Ronaldo, just a statue, but it's behind. his face. Yeah. I'll oh leave God. the scene, but you must the keep the statue, statue of my face. Oh my God. That awful bust of me <laughs> must remain unfixed. So yeah, he's going. Um, but in typical us fashion, when big news finally breaks, it's news that I'm probably not qualified to talk about. So, uh, more news broke on our weeks off. On our week. We haven't off. once said, I don't think, uh, LeBron James is now oh, on, on the that. Lakers. No, I wasn't, but you did. And I was happy to let you do it. <laughs> we, I don't think we've said that yet. Hey, guys, if you're living under a rock and this is the only way you get your sports news, which is great. Oh, boy. Uh, LeBron James on the Lakers now. What? That's so weird. So what? Is it like the the reason the Ronaldo news is so big is because he is really good and he's like in his prime and he's leaving like the biggest well, team he's, he's gonna be 34 he is but he just won the, i yes, always say it wrong Ballandor. Ballandor, yeah he's he's he is uh it's similar to oh we're gonna get attacked for all of it so let's just lean the fuck in it's similar to a tom brady thing you wouldn't say tom brady's in his prime mm. but he's outperforming where he should right. be at his age and he's still performing very well. And he's still one of the best in the right, world. Right, right, right. But he's turning 34. It, it, I get why Real... I mean, we had this conversation and we ended up cutting it anyway, but when when Mo, when somebody at ESPN wrote the article about Mo Salah and said that he needs to be traded now, like if Liverpool's smart, they'll 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 transfer him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wait, why? And it's like, well, that's kind of just how it is in, in soccer. They're always moving people around because you get paid as a team to move somebody around and there's all these things and they're always doing this math. So I think like him leaving's not insane. I get why the team would do it. It's but I think it is going to be interesting in what it does to the dynamics. Like is this going to be huge for like Juventus? What's Juventus going to do with the rest of their team? What's it going to look like? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be happy there? Is he going to be unhappy? I know part of the reason he said he was leaving is cuz he didn't like ownership and he didn't feel supported by them in his big tax fraud case. Right. Another thing we never talk about over here is like how much tax fraud international soccer players are constantly being accused of. It's really fascinating. There's so many fascinating storylines to international soccer that are just not, we don't talk about them that much and they're harder to find information on. They don't always cross your radar. But I think pretty soon we're going to, I'm going to start like dedicating myself to really learning these things and then just like telling them to people. I like, think I need to pick a team so I can get invested. So Liverpool is your team. Oh. Well. But you can pick a La Liga team if you want. <laughs> you can pick yourself a Serie A team. You can pick a Bundesliga team. But you cannot. You're a, I think you should be a Liverpool fan. I'll never walk alone. That's right. Yeah! <laughs> no, we can, we can, uh, maybe we can have listeners petition for you to be on like root for their premier league team okay so listeners if you have a premier league team all three of you uh and you think ashley should be a fan and you can make a strong argument for it call in maybe and leave a voicemail hey it's hey, not yo. voicemail it's not voicemail it's, it's leave a voice oh what else we got today <laughs> can we get to what i've been wanting to talk about yes please you had a question you wanted to ask. Yes, I do. Uh, because we were just talking about news that broke before the pod that we were able to talk about. But in true pod fashion, there is something happening tonight. A momentous thing. A momentous thing that matters to us. So much. And not talk about. The challenge is coming back. The challenge back. is coming back tonight. 
and we're not going to be able to talk about it. I know. So here's my question for you, Catherine. Are you more excited for the return of the challenge or by the prospect of more Jay Cutler on Very Cavallari, which just came out? Okay, let's let's break these down one (laughs) at a time. And let's start with Very Cavallari because we've only had one episode and I've been able to see it. I'm all the way the fuck in on Very Cavallari because it's not just Very Cavallari. It's super duper Cutler. (laughs) Uh, It is all it. He is who... We thought he was, and I've said before, one of the saddest headlines for me as a sports fan was when Jay Cutler went out of his way to come out and be like, I don't smoke. <laughs> it was like, what the f***, Jay? Like, let us have our thing, okay? We love this smoking Jay Cutler thing, and you come out, and you're like, I don't smoke, and we're like, thanks. We probably knew that, but did you have to rain on the parade? And so this feels like the antithesis of that. This feels like Jay Cutler coming out and being like, I don't smoke. All that other stuff, though, you nailed it. (laughs) Like, this makes me think the don't care story is a thousand percent true. (laughs) He is in. So the story, the the show is about her fashion line. I think she's starting a business. Launching a, a business. That's close. It's basically that it's keeping up with the Kardashians when they still uh, had their company, Dash. Yeah. It's just a reality TV show following Kristen Cavallari. No, but uh, but mostly it's not as much about her. It's like about it's supposed to be about her business. They're launching this business. Okay. And then Jay is just like a a side character who happens to live at the house because marriage. (laughs) So now... You may forget this in the flurry of news we've been inundated with over the last few weeks. Jay Cutler retired. <laughs> it slipped my mind there for a second. Yeah. Until I realized, oh, duh, he's done. Probably for real this time. Mm-hmm. Even though he, you could argue he's been retired since he retired the first. <laughs> but whatever. So, uh, anywho. So he's just there. <laughs> and in this first episode, we saw these beautiful moments of Jay Cutler. <laughs> cutlering. Um just being completely indifferent to her friends who showed up at the house. And she's like, you couldn't even say hi. And he's like, I didn't say bye. <laughs> Wonderful. There's a moment where somebody, one of her friends says, she parks. Oh, my favorite. So one of the girls parks on the grass next to Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari's gigantic driveway for their house. This person chooses to park on the grass. Is that Weird? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have freaked out about it? I probably would have. Just because it's one of those points that it, Jay Cutler seems like the kind of guy that's like, that's illogical, and I'm not letting this go until you learn your lesson. So he makes her go and get out of the garage traffic cones that, of course, Jay Cutler just has. Mm-hmm. A number of traffic cones and those little traffic sticks. Yes. You know those little yep. ones you always feel like you're going to hit and you know they're going to make like the noise if you were to drive through them. You just picture it in your head all the yep. time. Right. So it's like what dogs use at a dog show when they weave in and out of them. Those. He's got a bunch of them in his garage and he makes her help him set up parking cones so that no one will ever park on the grass again. It's it's so extra in the best way ever. And while they're doing that, she says something about how she thinks she got a workout when she was a hairdresser because she would use the blow dryer. And they just cut to Jay and he's like, you can't be serious. 
and then they cut away. He is the perfect comedic relief on a show because he's awful at TV. In the best way. Yeah. Like, remember when he was going to be a color commentator and everyone was like, uh, what? Jake Cutler? <laughs> huh? That's why he's so good at this. Because Kristen has done reality shows. She was on The Hills. She was on Laguna Beach. I loved Laguna Beach. She knows the beats of this. Mm-hmm. She knows you're going to do things that you wouldn't do in your normal life, but you do them for the camera because they make it all easier to digest. And you can fight it or you can just be like, I get it. That's how it works. Like at one point, the girls show up to her house for a meeting and she goes, you guys can go on upstairs. I'll be right up. You would never do that when somebody came to your house. Welcome to my home. Go upstairs. I'll meet you up there. That's weird. But she does it because she wanted to yell at Jay for the camera. So she tells him to go upstairs and Jay does not play for the camera because <laughs> he's like, I don't care. I'm living my life. You brought these friggin' cameras in here and it's beautiful. It works so perfectly. So that I think I'm the most excited. So I didn't actually watch it, but you told me part of his life now, part of his life routine is something called deer deer cams. Oh my God. So she is describing to someone what Jay does now. So Kristen says to her friend, his latest thing is he watches deer cams. It's like live feeds of deer eating out of a deer feeder, not even on our property. <laughs> Which is both hilarious and like I get what she's like. You're watching someone, a deer somewhere else eating food. It's not here. It's not going to be here. And you're just watching it. Follow up question. Go is, ahead. Is I'm it, not my, my record on these. Not great, but I'll try me. Is a deer feeder just grass? <laughs> It's just a lawn. It's just somebody's lawn? It could be. Or what? I'm sure it's some like elaborate thing that somebody sold for millions of dollars. Like a like those when you found out the Duck Dynasty guys made all that money off of a duck call. It's like, isn't yeah. that just going like quack? <laughs> That's that works in nature. Try it. <laughs> quack. And they go, What is that? And the ducks just flock towards that you. Duck has a little quack. sass. Quack. Quack. <laughs> quack. 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 Correct. That was like Mighty Ducks. I got it. Okay. I understood. Um, so yeah, Jay Keller's like kind of super into hunting, but I don't, we don't ever see him do the hunting. He just watches other deers, deer, and thinks about hunting, maybe, and wears hunting hats. So yeah. you're going to watch this show now and give I'm us in. updates on I'm, it. Yeah. I'm going to turn this into my bachelorette update. It's going to be a Jay Keller update. That's awesome. Jay Cut. I can't Jay. wait. Jay, I'll I come mean, up. Jay, Jay date's taken. So. Oh. I kind of like it. Uh, Your other question, the challenge. Mm -hmm. So we can't really talk about it. But do you know who's on it? I haven't really looked it up. No, I saw CT talked about it, but I didn't even read the article. Okay, so what CT said, though, so they're calling this the challenge final reckoning, which I always love when they name them and like seeing what they name them because they're always something great. Good (laughs) sentence, Katie. Point being the final reckoning. What does that mean? Is it over? Or does it mean that we did, like, they did 30-30, then they did, like, the rivalry, and then they did whatever, all those things. This is the end of that franchise, maybe? Whatever. What's interesting is that CT can't really say, you know, you're not really allowed to reveal what's going on in the season. But without saying, he said that this is the most frustrating challenge he's ever done. And he hinted that, like, he said, I was in a position where I had to play the game in a way I'm not used to. I couldn't get adjusted to the game because the game is constantly changing. To be fair, the way CT has played the game recently is like no one picks on him and he just know, wins challenges. But that's what I love. I know. I, like, I, he's great. He's my I favorite. I love but the like, way Bananas plays the game because Bananas 
is thinking a step ahead of you, right? So people will come to him and say things, and Bananas is like, you idiot, you just told me exactly what I need to know to be able to get you to do what I need you to do next time. Like, that's my favorite thing about the challenge, is watching them manipulate each other. Like, sure, it's a bunch of fully grown idiots probably on steroids like competing against each other and trying not to have sex with each other because they're quote unquote in relationships with other people and they seem to keep forgetting that there's cameras on them but it's it is fun to watch the dynamics of like oh that's the smartest one and he's playing them all against each other or like oh that one thinks he's got everything figured out but actually he's an idiot uh and those are so fun and so if they're forcing ct and i assume bananas to not be able to play that way what the hell, man? I can't wait. That I, I see when we're talking about underdogs and uh, perennial champs. I don't want to see a season where like Devin wins, because that means that it was the season's broken. Yeah, like he should. He does dumb. Sh- I don't want to see one where Nelson wins, because that means he stumbled backwards into it somehow. Yeah. I want the guy who like fought and also kind of like schemed. I don't want the like, tee hee hee, look, I ended up in the final, like Kayla last Ugh. year. It was like, what? You're awful at this game. You're so bad at it. And here you are in the final with your blue hair that always looks really nice. <laughs> How is it so blue? It's, I don't think it's natural. Oh, <laughs> no. Sh- uh, so anyway, I'm excited and we'll probably talk about that. At this point, with all the reality show updates we have that we're going to start adding every week, I don't think we're going to have to talk about sports ever again. Yeah, it'll, it'll just be like Great. no sports. Yeah, it'll just be called, remember when this was sports? <laughs> <laughs> what are you more excited for? I'm I'm more excited for the challenge. Can because, we watch it tonight? Yeah. You're probably not drinking, right? <sighs> ever again. I'm never again. Uh, Yeah, don't say that word. Okay, alcohol? Yummy. All right, while we're on the topic of what Ashley did last night, <sighs> is it time for a... Bachelorette update. Doo doo uh, Go ahead. Do your thing. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayband. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayband, and I'm reporting in second hand because you know I didn't watch it. Wow. I know. So I thought you woke up this morning and watched it. Uh, what I had assumed. what had happened was <laughs> I I had this friend that I don't get to see very much, uh-huh. and she came over. Yeah, and things started started oh. out really casual. Wow. We, we invent- first I thought it was me and now I'm thinking <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh we were playing video games all night and I We were. Well, one of us was. One of us was winning. Yeah. The rest like we're losing. Everyone's like, Oh, Katie's so cool playing video games with her. It's great. It's not if you're a competitive person and you don't like losing. Damn right. Uh and then you're forced to drink on a school night. Nobody forced you. Yeah, my pride did. You did not stop pouring your and you got nastier and nastier. I've never seen you be a mean nasty. drunk. You were a mean drunk. I last was night. not. You, were a you mean guys drunk. you and Steve were ganging up on That's me. That's not true. Yeah, and also normally no you and I gang up on Steve. Yeah, I know. That's so why I didn't like it. And and dot. Maybe this is a trend. <laughs> so you do can you at least tell us what's going on? Yeah, Did you so Google the I Googled it. Of course at the it very is. least? I Googled it. Okay. Here are my bullets. Uh Colton had a one on one. He revealed oh sorry, hold on. This is Ashley Brayband with your Bachelorette update that I Googled. Colton revealed that he is a virgin. Here's the twist. Well, he told uh Becca. Okay, he revealed to her. Uh it's not a religious thing. He said he was too busy. What? Like being an athlete and what? playing sports. No, 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 no
no, 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 no. So I can't no. give this context because I just read it. Damn it! <laughs> this is why you watch it. I know. Wait, wait. He's not waiting for marriage. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> He's waiting for the right person. Wait. <laughs> he was too busy playing my, sport. My life has been for this moment. I've oh. lived all these years for this moment. <laughs> Someone said they are a virgin at the age of I don't know. 37. Let me Google. Because they're too busy. That's some concentrating on sports. Galaxy brain. Yes. And you know what happens when you're a successful football player with a face like Colton's? He's 26. You fuck. <laughs> oh, dear. Like, when have you ever been like, oh, that football player's too good at football to have sex with somebody like that was that's like a a trope of high school the football player always gets the cheerleader like you whether it's true or not it's based in some sort of truth you're so busy with football you didn't have sex and yet you're out of the league i would hope if you were too busy with football to have sex ever you'd be tom brady better like (laughs) tom brady has made babies with a supermodel Mm. and he's incredible at the sport Feels like you need to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> You've got to be more efficient with your time, Colton, because holy shit, he's been too busy to have sex. I am all the way back in on him. He's a <laughs> psychopath, and I fucking love it. That's insane. Uh, he got a rose, so he's sticking oh, around. Of course he he's did. still in. Of course he did. He's still in. Oh my god. Uh, also still in. Problematic Garrett. He stayed. Okay. As did Blake. Who he who told her he's in love with her, and she said in an interview, she's in love with him. Oh my god! Not to his face. Oh, to, well, to camera. To yeah, camera, you got to gotta say it behind his back. So you really mean it. The last person that got a rose was Jason, the guy whose name she forgot several episodes I've ago. Who exactly, that is. Yeah. which means sorry, Dop. Leah went home. <gasps> Dop's not even here for us to rub that in his I face. Know. I know. Oh. Okay, so Leo's out. Leo went home and Wills went home. Wills. He's the one that had the Harry Potter tattoo. With a plural name for no reason. Uh, so it's down to the final four. So Wait, both Wills left? <laughs> <laughs> or just the one Wills? Okay, so it's down to how many? Final four. So doesn't that mean Fantasy Suites or is that three? It's Hometowns. Okay, and then hometowns three is four. Fantasy I'm Suites. I'm so sorry. That is That's so okay. embarrassing. That's, okay. That's pathetic. Final four. I'm pathetic. Colton, Garrett, Blake, Jason. Okay, and I don't know. I can't think of any of their faces except Colton. Yeah, that's fair. So Colton wins, and hopefully he'll finally have time to take a nice vacation and have some sex. <laughs> what the? F- I did. I been too. I've been too busy to have. I know. Sex. I need I mean, to go back I and watch. I use that excuse, but in my relationship, <laughs> uh, it's like my. I have a headache. It's like. I had three interviews today. I'm just going to play some Fortnite for six hours. I really don't have time. I'm so busy. <laughs> okay. Uh, where are we at? You know, without Dob here, it's so hard to keep track of where we are in the podcast. But I think we're at the end. Ish. Ish. But we do have one more sponsor, right? Yes. So I'm going to embarrass them with a terrible live read. Ashley, what is my assignment? I would like you to do this live read as if you were performing slam poetry. Dollar Shave Club, if you shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, then you should check out Dollar Shave Club. They've got a lot of stuff to help you out. 
Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need and I need to look and feel and smell your best. You name it. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, tooth paste, hair gel, even a wipe that will leave your tush feeling tingly clean. Don't make eye contact with me. What? Don't make eye contact Why not? I'm going to lose it. And the lavender calming body cleanser. My goodness. Never smelled anything like it. Good luck finding a product that great at the store. I should make some of these rhyme. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. Their products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget, but won't break you out. Ooh. Your skin. I'm just trying to be a poet. Yeah. You'll feel the difference and feel better about yourself. Plus, shipping is included with your membership. Ing is included with your member. Shipping is included with your membership. Here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products for just five bucks. <laughs> you can get their daily essential starter set, which comes with body cleanser, one wipe Charlie's amazing butt wipes, and their world famous shave butter, but her needs are met as well as yours with their best razor. It's like a laser when it cuts, but the six blade executive keep those blades coming for more bucks a month. And add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need for the bathroom. Zoom, zoom, bada boom. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash Nolan. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Nolan. That's just fun to do. <laughs> None of it rhymed. Uh, Some days I think if we did them and pre-planned them and I could like rewrite the copy, it would be better, but it wouldn't be as funny because I <laughs> have my shit together as opposed to whatever the f*** that is. I also want to say I looked at reviews the other day and somebody wrote that like my background in theater is fun but sometimes annoying and because it shows through in the podcast too much, I just want to be clear. I don't have a background in theater. This is all natural. I thought that was pretty clear. <laughs> I have no acting experience, no ability to do uh, do impressions. I just try for you guys and for Dollar Shave Club. Because Bada boom. it's a lot more fun just be than being like, "Wow, love these products. Aren't they just great?" Although I do like Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, me too. I thought it was for dudes. Uh, I was wrong. How sexist of me. 
Uh, I routinely steal Steve's razor that he gets from Dollar Shave Club. Don't tell him. Well, you're married, so what's his is yours. That's true. Yeah. Membership thing is included. (laughs) That is going to be stuck in my head. In your membership thing. Okay. uh, So that's it for the news. But hey, Dot, do we have time for one more voicemail? Feels like a yes. It feels like a yes. Let's play one more voicemail. Go. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Dop. It's Mike from Oregon. So I did what you told me to do and listened back to some of the older pod episodes. And I think I'm onto the first podcast drinking game. So far, I only have one rule established. Whenever Dop says stop or stop it, you drink. My question is, what are some of the other rules I should implement to the world's first podcast drinking game? Thanks. Love the show. Love you. Mean it. Mike, what a great idea. And I it's that's one of the ones that I don't think of, but he's right. Yeah. Dop always goes stop. Stop, stop it. Stop, stop it. it. But he does them in a row. So I wonder if you're drinking every time, that's like a lot of drinking and then waiting. And then a lot of drinking and then waiting. Mm-hmm. Like all my dates. Um <laughs> so uh what he his question was what are some other rules for the podcast drinking game? Depends how drunk you want to get, Mike. No sh- so I was going to say every time Ashley laughs. Nope. But don't want to kill die. people. So you could take like a sip or when she hits one of the like, <laughs> like the ones that make you consider taking out an earbud, then you do, then you drink. Um, anytime we make a pun using Dop's name, mm. like Dop it. What was the like, one you said the other day? The start to the song that we haven't, that oh, we should have used. I said it's kind of surprising that we've never done like rain dop, dop top. Ooh. Nope. When yeah, we do okay. the double Whenever clap. Whenever there's a double single clap, you should turn, you should drink. Mm-hmm. You should drink. So now you're drunk. So let's stop. That <laughs> Sorry, Mike. die. Um, I was going to say, when, whenever I curse, you take a sip. Oof. But whenever an unbleeped curse sneaks, sneaks through, through, you finish your beer. Oh, wow. Cause that's rare. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, for the record, he's going to cut this out. I've texted Dop and been like, you missed a curse word at 72 minutes. Like, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm not, I, I, sh- I want to just leave it in because I was supposed to be able to, but I let him know. And then still sometimes they sneak past both of us. Whoops. Oops. And then you finish your beer. What about when you get real fired up and you yell? I said when off I scream that off when I talk about <laughs> that, you should definitely have a sip of whatever you're drinking. And when Ashley does a drum roll. Oh, you're welcome. You should do a shot. Oh, oh, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I know. But something's got to get us through that trauma. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way. Are we missing anything? Probably. Maybe like, I mean, we do leave off a voicemail at the same point every podcast. Yeah. We used to have little things that we would say. What about every time Dop gets something glaringly incorrect? Then you don't drink? How about every time (laughs) you get something right, you drink? Oh, okay. That's a good one. Cool. This feels like a fun game. Yeah, it does. I play it. Can we when do I listen it? back to it? Oh, I meant like while we do it. So we're not supposed to do that. Right, right. right. We were told. <laughs> so, we'll And I'm see. never drinking again, so never mind. Yeah, I don't. When do you think the next time you're going to drink is? Never again. Never ever? Mm-mm. Well, then it's been really fun being your friend. <laughs> uh, but I'm out. Designated driver? 
Yeah, but we don't ever go anywhere. We've never you know, I, your have house you ever to play been video in games. Car? No. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to SeatGeek, Dollar Shave Club, and Miller Lite. We love our sponsors. That's why we put so much effort into being weird about them. <laughs> and I'm sure they love it. Uh, big thanks to you guys for listening now, this time, and then again later when you're going to go to sleep. Right? That's what we all do. Yeah. And you don't put the sleep timer on. You let it go through all the podcasts because mm-hmm. numbers never lie, except they do kind of. If you fall asleep listening to something, it counts as a listen. If a podcast plays in a forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? <laughs> Let's find out together. <laughs> or, you know, you can just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we love them. We read them, like I just said. I read them. I try to only read the good ones, but sometimes the bad one sneaks through. Makes me feel bad about myself. But then I get to read a review like this one from M. Diggity, who wrote, as both a gooey duck and a sports fan, <laughs> it would be shellfish of me not to recommend this to fellow undersea creatures and humans alike. Kate Nolan's able to do it really sets her apart from other on-air sports analysis talent. Tell stories. No, the show doesn't dive deep. <laughs> into sports stats, but it doesn't need to. Fun bits, weird stories, and usually something about sports. Every episode has been fun. Aww. I learned today that gooey ducks can type. <laughs> Pretty crazy. They just get more and more I amazing. I just don't want to see a video day. of it ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh, lastly, don't forget, you can always leave up a voicemail. Drink. <laughs> At 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Dop. Say goodbye, Dop. We'll get him later. Ugh. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.